Hello everyone and welcome to Fatal Female Fridays. My name is Ashley and I'm Alexa and this is Fatal Female Friday. So today we are going to be looking up Lida Southhard. So the hint for today's episode is love and marriage. So what do you think that means? There's not going to be a lot of love, but there's going to be a lot of marriage. Okay then. Well, let's begin. Lida Trueblood was born October 16th of 1892 in Keystonville, uh, Missouri. Growing up, she was considered one of the most prettiest and popular girl at school. She became acquainted with the farmer, Robert Dooley. The couple married March 17th of 1912. The couple and Robert's brother, Edward, all lived together on a ranch in Twin Falls, Idaho. In 1914, the couple had a daughter, Lorraine. An insurance policy of $2,000 was taken out by Robert and Ed. Now half of the money in the event either would die would go to the surviving brother and the other half would go to Lida. Now Edward, Lida's brother-in-law, suddenly became ill and passed away August 9th of 1915. The coroner's certificate attributed his death to typhoid fever. The cause of death was ruled due to PTO main poisoning and the $2,000 was paid to Lida and Robert. So what do you think? Well, what do you mean what do I think? We state the obvious or? Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, so next, August 10th of 1915, Robert took out life insurance for $2,000 for Lida and himself. The money would go to the survivor. He died October 1st of 1915. His death was also attributed to typhoid fever. Lida stated that he contacted typhoid fever by drinking from a dirty well. She also stated that her baby drank from the same well and Lorraine passed away November 15th of 1915. Mm -hmm. So Robert took out insurance money, then he died the next month. Well, two months later, but yes. He took it out August. September, oh yeah, two months. He died two months later. She wasted no time. Oh, she drank dirty well water. Okay. And her child drank the dirty water. Yep, good. Good. I'm glad. Did they have life insurance on the baby too? Probably. Did they? Okay, so you seem a little upset. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of you people and your insurance problems. Yeah, like the insurance company should know. If well, they take off, no, no, they should be investigated. 
Like, you that, take out an insurance policy for two thousand dollars back in nineteen fifties. How much is that today? A couple, a couple racks. Yeah. Exactly, and they're and then they die two months later. Yes. Oh, that's normal. Don't worry about it. It happens all the time. Apparently, it does. Okay. Well, tell us how you really feel. I'm going to take a life insurance policy for fifty grand on you. Hopefully, you make it to March. <laughs> so, um, my name is Ashley Russell, and if I go missing uh, March of 2022, uh, my sister did it. Um, so, this left Lida as the sole survivor of the family. She can she collected the life insurance policies of each shortly after their death. In today's money, she received approximately $53,000 adjusted. So there you go. So that's how much money she got from all three of their deaths. Congratulations. She deserves it, you know? She went through a lot. Why didn't she drink the dirty well water? What water was she drinking? The clean water that wasn't from the dirty well. Why apparently? was her baby drinking dirty well water? Listen, just because she's an incompetent mother. <laughs> no, if the mom wouldn't do it, then why would you give it to your kid? Well, clearly. Thank you. But, but we also have the hindsight of 2020. I'm pretty sure people probably knew, but they weren't adding stuff up until. If if you wouldn't drink the dirty well water that your husband drinking, why would you give it to your baby? Alexa, it's called Fatal Female Friday, so we, we know. Yeah, and they were fatally, fatally killed. Maybe not on a Friday, but they were fatally killed. Okay, then. By a female. So, in 1917, Lida married a waiter named William McHaffle. He took out insurance for his life for $5,000. Now, they moved to Hardin, Montana. Sadly, William died October 1st of 1918. He died of influenza in diphtheria according to his death certificate so you call cap on that as well yeah when did he take out his life insurance policy uh i'm not 100 percent sure i knew he took it out probably in, september in 1917 <laughs> and by 1918 he was dead. Uh, at least he made it a year hopefully <laughs> hopefully <laughs> well he he made it long so i guess she liked him enough but here's but here's the interesting part it was discovered that the second premium hadn't been paid and the company declined to pay out the life insurance. Good. From there on, Lida considered herself Anna Mae McHaffle. So why'd she take his last name? I'm confused. She married him. Okay. And then changed her name. I guess changed her first name. Her middle name was Anna Mae. Uh, she dropped the Lynch. The Lida. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's just it. So when I went online, some called her Lida and some called her Lydia. Mm -hmm. So I just call her Lida, but they do some, if you go on the internet, some say Lida, some say Lydia. So she changed her name a lot. Yeah. But I just call her Lida just so we can yeah, keep, keep, keep this together. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so Lida moved to Denver and married an automobile salesman, Harlan Lewis, in May of 1919, the couple moved to Billings, Montana. Harlan took out $5,000 life insurance in June of 1919. In mid-July. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
And so he made it a month and a half. In mid-July of 1919, he became violently ill and died. Within four months of marriage, he also became ill and died of gastroenteritis. The death certificate stated the cause as P, uh, PTO main poisoning. Now, Lida collected the insurance and returned to Twin Falls. She got that bread, got that head, and she left. Amen. City girls. She's a, she's a city girl. <laughs> but, you know, it's very unfortunate for her that her husbands keep dying and her child. She's wasting no time. She's like, oh, you took a life insurance policy out? Maybe they should stop telling her. But they don't know that. Well, yes. But... I just love how she does it like really quickly. Like yeah, he lived like a month, like a month. Yeah, she's just like, ching, you're done. She's like, oh, it's rack. a month and a half. Oh, that's just too long for me. I yeah. need money now. Lida married her fourth time in August nineteenth of nineteen twenty to Edward F. Meyer, a ranch foreman in Pacatello, Idaho. The couple moved to the Snake River region. Now Meyer became ill on August 25th of 1919. So she waited like six days for that one. Yeah, she's just cutting time in half. <laughs> so on September 7th of 1919, he was pronounced dead. Originally, he was thought to have died of typhoid fever. His family thought it was suspicious. Yeah, about time. So Nobody yeah. thought it was suspicious. So yes, so she was like, a month and a half, a month, nope, six days. Six days, we're done. Six days, six days. A post-mortem test was done on Meyer. The results were that he had enough arsenic poisoning in his body to kill five men. Idaho authorities exhumed other husbands of Lida and discovered that they too have arsenic in their systems. Lida had previously applied for a $10,000 life insurance policy, but when she came to collect, it wasn't approved and Lida fled for California. Wait, she took out a $10,000 life policy. She tried for who? Her fourth husband? Uh, so yeah, she previously tried for a $10,000 life insurance policy, but whenever she came to collect it, it wasn't approved. They're yeah. like, no, no, something suspicious. No. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to head out to Cali. Yep. But where was she at though? Was she at? Before that, she was in Idaho. So she went from Idaho to California. She's like, it's, it's summer. I need my tan and more money. Yeah. She's already rich enough because she already collected three other life, four other life insurance policies at this point. Well, three, because remember one of the other life insurances wouldn't. Because the, they didn't pay the premium, so she didn't get that. So two husbands and her child. Yes. Mm, good for her. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> this is a serial killer. She's on a vacation now. She's going to California. She's going to California. Okay, so Twins Falls Sheriff E.R. Sherman assigned his deputy, Virgil, but he goes by Val, or uh, Ormsby, to investigate Edward's death. Now, Ormsby's search led to one of Lida's homes and a basement full of fly paper coated with arsenic. The bodies of Lida's husbands and her brother-in-law and her child were exhumed and autopsied. All the adults' bodies were all found to contain arsenic, and by the time she was located, 
she had an additional husband on her list. Frank L. Stephan, a prosecutor, believed that she got $9,500 in life insurance money from the deaths of her victims. The next time we see Lida, do you think she? You think she's in California? Well, guess where, she, where she's actually at? New York. She's in Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh, so this one on a real vacation. Yeah. So she went across a, a motherfucking ocean. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I'm tired of California. My rich ass wants to go to like a real vacation place. So we're going to Hawaii. We're going to Hawaii. Hawaii. That's nice. So yes, so she was found in Honolulu, Hawaii at the side of a husband number five, Paul Southhart. Now she married him in November of 1920 in Los Angeles, California. Now, this is the interesting part. Mm -hmm. She had tried and failed to get Paul, a Navy officer, to take out life insurance on himself with his blushing new bride as the beneficiary. He felt that the U.S. government would take care of him and her being that he worked for the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. So he was like, why do I need life insurance? The, the U.S. government's going to protect you no matter what. Yeah. And he thought that was sus? No, he didn't or he think... Just did, or he's just like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm okay. not doing it. He's like, I got government benefits, bitch. Yeah. Like, why would I take out life insurance? Mm -hmm. You're, We're set for life now. Yeah. Pretty much. Professing her innocence, she agreed to return to Idaho, where she was tried and found guilty of murder in the second degree for the death of her fourth husband, Edward Meyer. Prosecutors also submitted evidence that Lida killed the other men using tea and lemonade laced with arsenic. Sentenced to 14 years to life off to an Idaho jail, Lida went. Now Paul Southhart filed for divorce. But this is not the end of the story. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> oh. So what do you think about all that? He's the only smart one. He's the only smart one. I don't think it was that he was smart because he wasn't suspicious of yeah, her. Yeah, he had common sense. He was just like, I got government benefits. I'm good. Yeah. He he was worried about himself. He was like, why would I do this whenever I already have this? Well, here's the thing. Um, I don't know 100% how government benefits work, but I believe if you're married to the spouse and you die, the, the government essentially takes care of you. Yeah, I think so. Like, even if you go to college or whatever, like, everything's paid for, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. If any of our fans are military people, uh, feel free to let us know, but I believe that that's the case. For the next 10 years, Lida sat in prison planning her next adventure on a moonlit night in May of 1931, she cut the bars on her cell window using a saw provided by Jack uh, uh, Watkins, a prison guard who became smitten with her. Now Jack died before her escape, presumably of natural causes. Jack died? Yes, Jack the prison, the prison guard died. So she killed him. Well... It's alleged he died of natural causes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's alleged. Everything's allegedly. So you think he killed? She killed him. Yeah, probably. 
Sister's out here being like Ted Bundy, escaping. Oh my God, I didn't think about it. She did. She pulled a Ted Bundy. She's like, let me Scooby-Doo out of here. Yeah. So yes, so... So yeah, even behind bars, she was very resourceful. She managed to escape from prison into the arms of David Milton. Now he's an ex-convict who fell in love with her before his release from prison. So he was naturally released. She escaped, but he was like naturally released. But once outside the prison walls, Lida didn't stay with Milton for long, but she did leave him alive. Well, she shouldn't have done that because... (laughs) Well, she shouldn't have. This proved to be her demise because Milton, angered at Lida leaving him, told police that she was living in Topeka, Kansas. So he snitched. Yeah. Snitches get stitches for a reason. Yeah, I would have did it. (laughs) No, I wouldn't. No, just kidding. So yeah, so he... So she was like, uh, I'll leave this one alive. Yeah, should have killed should have yeah. killed this motherfucker too. I know. You live and you learn. Yeah, you live and you learn. <laughs> she remained free for the next 15 months during which she married her sixth husband. <laughs> that sigh. Like isn't her name like all over the newspaper by now like and everywhere? Like come on now. Yes. But I guess some people aren't reading the newspaper. Um Go ahead, what's his name? Uh, so her sixth husband was Harry uh, Whitlock. And dummy. What? Dummy. Harry Dummy Whitlock. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Dummy Whitlock. Um, uh, she married her sixth husband in Denver, Colorado. So, again, she's just going all around the United States, I guess. Yep, living her best life. But by July of 1932... Harry had gotten wise to Lida's identity and perhaps worried for his own safety. He turned her in. Do we stand? Do we stand Harry Dummy Whitlock? <laughs> Do we stand him? Yeah, it's about time he read the newspaper. After he found her identity, he's like, yep, turn her in. Oh, not only did he read the newspaper, he arranged to have her go to the post office in Topeka, Kansas, where the police were waiting. They sent her back to the penitentiary, and Harry applied for the $500 reward hey, offered yo. for his wife's arrest. Is he dumb? Your wife, that's a millionaire, or $500. Well, you know she was going to kill him and collect life So, at least he could live a lavish life before. At least a month. He, so, he yeah. at least had a month. What I find funny is there was a $500 bounty on her, essentially. But yeah, I don't and know he turned how, her in for five hundred dollars. Like, yeah, on. I don't know how much five hundred dollars is translated to now, but yeah, there was a bounty on her for five hundred dollars. He's like, "Yep, that's my wife. She's gonna go to the post office. Get her, boys." But you have to also remember, um, she was changing her name because wasn't she like, um, yeah, she was animated. Seven thousand dollars now. Oh, it's about seven thousand dollars now. Yeah. Okay, so. $7,000, that seems really cheap for a bounty. Most bounties are like $100,000 or more. Usually like they're like a million dollars. Exactly, it wasn't even worth it. I'd rather be dead. I'd rather have my wife take me around the United States for a month and then kill me. Well, in either case, and you have to also remember, she kept changing her name. Because remember, her name was... She just dropped the Lydia off. Anna Mae McCaffle Yeah, she just and dropped stuff. the Linda. Lida. Lydia, Lida, whatever. Whatever, yeah. She's dead now. Yeah, so 
<laughs> she was given a six-month probationary release from the penitentiary on October 2nd of 1941 and moved to Oregon to live with her sister. Her full pardon came a year and a half later. It was rumored that Lida married a seventh time in the 1940s. If true, her husband was a brave man. <laughs> In 1958, Lida, age 65, collapsed on a city street in Salt Lake City, Utah. Ten minutes later, she was pronounced dead of a heart attack. So she didn't even go to jail? Well, she didn't kill her seventh husband, allegedly. Okay, what about the other six? Well, no, she went to jail. For how long? She went to jail, I'm not sure how long. But remember, she was given a six-month probationary release probationary release in, 19, seven, in 1941. So she was released. She served her time or whatever, then they released her, and then she went with her sister, and then she Got possibly married. married a seventh time. Well, I'm glad death got to her before him. Or before she got to him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you don't seem to like Lida at all. She's annoying. She's giving me the same old storyline. Just murder insurance and a month later money. kill them and then take your insurance money? Marry insurance, kill. Marry insurance, kill. Like, switch it up. Switch it up. I mean, well, she didn't marry her daughter. <laughs> so she switched it up on that one. Um, so she really, she only had one kid out of all these marriages. Well, I guess so, because she was only married for a month. Yeah. And also, she did switch it up a little bit, because remember, some of them were only a month, and then there was that one guy that was like six days. She must not like them that much. She was like, I'm getting this done. <laughs> like, I need this done quick. <laughs> I need to go to Honolulu, Hawaii to marry my, my, how, what, what husband is this? Number five. Number five, I think, yeah. I need to marry my fifth husband in Honolulu, Hawaii. That's cute, though. I need to go to Ho I need to go to Hawaii. I need to go to California. Yeah, like, I need a vacation from this. I need a vacation. All the stress of killing people. It's yeah. just it's getting to me, you know. Mm. All right then. Well, well, what are your final thoughts of everything? You didn't hear me just rant for the last 20 minutes. Okay, well, I'm just asking. Um I I mean, obviously it's sad that she killed all these people. But I find it kind of comical because, like you said, it's it's Mary murder insurance repeat, you know. So there was all that, and like I said, she changed her name like a million times because back in those days, you know, they didn't really have like birth certificates or like anything to really prove your identity. So, you know, you could because back in those days, they had like men with like whole second families, and no one would know about it. Right, and they would be married to like two women at a time right so yes well if you don't have any final thoughts um i'm going to close it out or do you want to close it out you can close it out all right well everyone that is the end of fatal female friday thank you for watching please don't forget to share like subscribe click the notification bell Ding. tell tell your mom your dad your grandma everyone to watch Fatal Female Fridays. We will see you next time.
Bye. Bye. Why are you waving to them? They can't see you. But I can see them. Okay, we're done. Thank <laughs> you.